And where are we coming from today, Bourgeois? Today, Maurice Maurice, we are coming from a satanic sacrificial ritual on the outskirts of Hebden Bridge. Oh, that's fantastic. Can you see a lamb being slaughtered? Or... I can see, across the misty plains, I can see a small army of, I think they're French midgets. Okay. And they seem to be about to sacrifice a virgin. Ah, is it a child? Human? It's, it's hard to tell at this point, Maurice. I'm going to try and get a little bit closer. Um, well, do be careful, because you are yourself a virgin. <laughs> I could be at risk at any point of being sacrificed to the satanic gods of Hebden Bridge. Of Hebden Bridge. Um, so we're going to try and record this podcast. Who knows how it's going to go? He might get sacrificed before the end of it. With Bourgeois and Maurice. Oh, oh, God, that was very stressful. That was quite scary. Ooh, I feel a bit weird about Just that. shake it off, shake it oh, off. Shake it off. Where are we now? Oh, taking a bit of a respite in the local lesbian cafe. Yeah. In the, one of many here in Hebden Bridge. Mm, um, it's lovely. It's lovely, isn't What's it? that nut roast you've got? No, it's a lentil soup. Mm, you can't always tell the difference, can you? No, they're no. very, very s- similar. Yeah. <laughs> I've got an oak leaf. Have you? Mm. To cover your part. Well, it's to cover my parts, and also they lightly fried it in butter, mm. which is a bit risque for Hebden Bridge, but it's delicious. Oh, I do enjoy. Oh, you're just taking your clothes off. I'm just taking my clothes off because it was, it was, my, my medallion was ding, ding, dinging on the oh, table, so I thought, yeah. get rid of that. Yeah. So what have we got coming up on the podcast today, Maurice? I honestly don't know. Oh, well, I do. <laughs> We're going to be covering some of the major headlines that have been happening recently. Such as? Steel. Yeah. What what is it? Well, what's that's, happening? What's, China. Knows? Are we talking about China? Well, Chinese steel that seems to be a oh, thing as well. Yeah, tied it, that's tied in with the tied steel. Tied in okay. with it. I see. And we're also going to be covering a, a complex ethical question. Yes. Which is how much should you suck up to people to get into good places? Yeah. Now this is because we have had a couple of situations recently. Um, one of which happened today. Uh, yeah, last night. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. today, yeah. One of them happened today. And one of them happened last night. Um, so within a 24-hour window, we've been faced with two ethical questions. Yeah. And we're going to we're gonna discuss them with you. And we would like feedback from... Yeah, tweet us, From the maybe. listeners. Tweet us, maybe. At Bourges Maurice. Yeah. Um, um, or you can, you can write us an email if you want, if you're sort of more of that kind of... Yeah, you can if, send us a letter. You can send us a postal. Yeah, we'll if you want it. to. We, we, yeah. We'll get it. Eventually, yeah. you send it to send it to any arts venue in the in the oh. UK because we're affiliated with all of them. Yeah, um, they don't know it. You sent it to Soho Theatre Week, it? Yeah. You sent it to Birmingham Rep, we get it. If you sent it to Barbican, we get it. Yeah. Bourgeois Reese at Barbican. Stamp. That's how you send letters. Stamp. Mm-hmm. Um. So should we get on with the podcast? Oh, let's bloody get on with it. This is liberal. First thing we're gonna discuss. So, so what are we starting with? We're gonna start today, Maurice. I think we're gonna talk about steel. Steel, yeah. Steel. Steel. So, as I understand it, Mm -hmm. steel is a metal. It is a metal that's made. I I don't know. Is it? Is it? Well, yeah. It's not an element, is it? I don't know. No, I don't think steel is an element. That's why. That's why you have a steel plant because that's what they do. They make steel. Out of what? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Um, but they make it. So they make steel, and now they're going to close some steel plants down. Yeah, they're closing one particularly in Port Albert. Who is, sorry, before we continue, who is they? Who is a company called Tata Steel, okay. who is, which is an Indian company mm. that actually own 
most of the UK steel industry, oh. which is quite interesting. Because yeah. um, things like that don't belong to the UK. They don't belong to the government anymore because we thought, best not. Sell it off. Sell it off. When it goes sh- shit, up, buy it back. That's great. <laughs> That's a great plan. Um, so it's been not making very much money. Um, apparently it's been losing a million pounds a day. Oh, fuck. Now, That's more than I lose. Yeah, we don't have a great business model. No. I know that. We definitely spend a lot more than we make. Yeah. Um, which has been proving stressful of late, but we don't lose a million pounds a day. No. So not a million. Close when you, when to. You compare, Close to. When you compare yourself sometimes to the other people. To the steel industry. You think, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing so bad. And actually, to be honest with you, I think we are employ more people than the steel industry does. We do. The, the giant plants that we've erected all over the UK to produce, to produce our songs and our... Produce us. Produce us. Uh, um, they, they employ... Hundreds of thousands of people. Migrant on, workers, though. Mi- yeah, that's on very, very low wages. Yeah, and we test on animals. That is true. So we, is true. we've got to think about our ethics, and we, and we, all Their uniform is fur, yeah. real fur. That is something that we should think about. Because I feel like we're out of step with 2016. And the, child, the children we use as well for labour. Yeah. Should we stop that? Um... Well, are we giving them a job? Are we helping them out? This is the thing, isn't it? You kind of sometimes you can think that the PC culture goes too far. Yeah, you've got to you've got to balance the books as I well, haven't you? We, you've <laughs> got to balance the books. It's a difficult economy out there. Yeah, you can't just be paying people willy nilly. So um, I saw that Josie Long, you know the oh yes, no Josie Long, the well-known comedian. Comedian. She had tweeted. Actually, we did meet her the other day, didn't we? We did. Yeah, she was very nice. Um, Except for, you know, do you remember she stole a bit of your makeup in the dressing room? She stole it. She stole it. Put you, it on her you face. said to her, you can borrow this, but what happened was she actually put it on her face. You mm. didn't mean that. I said, well, you borrow it and give it back. Yeah. So after the show, she didn't scrape it off her face and give it back I to me, which I thought was that. weird and, and rude. Anyway, anyway, Josie Long, she tweeted, can someone explain to me that why we can bail out the banks, but we can't bail out the steel industry? Which mm. is a good question. It's a very good question. But was there a good answer? Well, there were some quite interesting answers. One of which is that the uh, collapse of the banks would have had much wider economic effect on a far more people than the collapse of the steel industry will. And the collapse of the steel industry has been going on for a long time. And it... Uh, oh, my phone just vibrated. Mm. And um, I don't really understand fully all the arguments. Right, okay. But my point is... It, it's not black some, and white. It's not black and white. It's not steel and non-steel. It, no. <laughs> So, but also, the thing is, um, with I think that they might be bailing them out anyway. Are they? Yeah. Who's they again? The government, the government Tata? Government are going to buy it off Tata. Okay. Tata Source is selling it. Okay. And the government, they haven't found a buyer, so the government might buy it. Yeah. To like plug the gap and then, then just slowly ruin it and destroy it, which is what they tend to do with and everything. What I would do yeah. if I was in their shoes. I'm, now, I just remembered that we actually drove past the Port Albert Steelworks. Did we? Yeah, do you remember when we had a gig in Neath? Yes, I do. <laughs> very, very well. So, do you remember when we drove past that big plant and we, it looked like Blade Runner? Yes. That's what it is. Oh. That's it. Now, on an aesthetic level, I think Blade Runner as a is obviously a beautiful film. And um, I would encourage them to keep st- t- the Steelworks and Port Albert purely uh, for that, for the visual to, so that people like us can drive past and go, oh, look, that looks like Blade Runner. When we drove underneath it, I'm sure it was on fire. There were fiery tubes of metal. Yeah. I loved and, it. And, and lots of closed shops. Um, yeah. And then us. And Gareth Gates. He was there the night before we were. 
Yeah. I'm really bored of talking about steel. Oh, let's move on. Yeah. So, should we go to an ethical question? Let's go to an ethical question. So. Do you want to lay it out? Yesterday. All your troubles seem so far away. They did. They did, though. They did. Who knew? We did not know before we embarked on this journey into ethical quagmire what faced us. Um, So we um, were in a a, a venue, an arts institution. Just say it. Just get it out. It's an arts venue. Okay, I'm going to say it. (laughs) Uh, Arts venue. I might have some sort of nervous stutter. You do. And you're just making me feel worse about it. Yeah, okay, fair enough. (laughs) You should always mark people for any of their insecurities. <laughs> yeah, if you, if, you, if you see a weak, a weak moment, you should go for Just it. Just go for it. You'll um, do it. You do it to me, and that's I what would, I love. I would. So. I would. So anyway, we were in an arts institution, and um, we were offered some drinks by um, an important person, mm, and we ended up getting person. really, really drunk. Yeah. And with this important person, and then this important person said to us. Um, where are we going next? And at this point it was about 1.30 and yeah. we were kind of like, I'm actually bored and I'm tired and really, actually, really, I'm very drunk. I know and I don't want to go anywhere. Well, I want to go to the hotel room and go to bed. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't really an okay answer. So we were sort of frog marched down the street and then told that we were going to go to some horrific sounding bar and then she was, this person was going to... Could have been a he. Could have been a he. Could have been, been a, a he. he. Don't believe in gender. So nope. that's just Either. to trick the listener. Um... <laughs> We, she, uh, he, she was going to stay in our bed with us. Yeah. And that was, for me, the moment that I thought, I'm not sure <laughs> how far I want to push this. And then, but then, what's the question? Career? Do we want a career? If we, now this is where it gets complicated, dear listener. We said to each other, if we run away right now, <laughs> can we ever work here again? And we genuinely don't know the answer to that, but... We'll cut to the chase. We ran away. We, like, not and not just like, oh, we sort of, like, walked and did, lost them. We physically ran away. We ran away. We did stop <laughs> at, a, at a kebab shop. And then... Because we thought we were clear. Then when we saw that we were getting caught up by them, Maurice, you... Threw the money. I said, keep the change. And then and we, we ran. ran again. So, and we were seen doing that. We have had confirmation that we were seen yeah. running. So... It just was a difficult, difficult question for us. How much? How far do you want to go? Mm. Not far enough, it would seem, with us. Not with us, I don't think no. so. Well, and we are very true to our ethics. We're very ethical people. <laughs> We're not going to go out no and way. let you sleep in our bed. No um, way. I guess that's the problem. Yeah. Um, Alex Turner from... Um, Arctic. Well, Arctic Monkeys is the only band that I really know him from, but he's yeah. from other ones as well, whatever. Um, he, we have just been observing... Yeah, his... Behaviour. Behaviour. Today we did a field trip to watch some fans of his um, standing outside the Hackney Empire yeah. waiting to catch a glimpse of him. And these people were there for how long would you say they were well, there? Well, we were there. We weren't with them. We were just watching them, just to clarify. Yeah. We were there for about an hour. And they must. They looked like they'd been there for an hour, at least an hour before that. Yeah. And then, so let's say they were there for three hours. I'm just going to go with that. Just That's say it. Three, three hours. hours. Three hours. He eventually turned up. In a big I'm black so sorry, tap car. That's fine. It's a podcast. You can do whatever you want. It's because I'm drinking beer. Yeah, we're drinking beers. We're doing this. <laughs> yeah, I can handle it. Um, and he really just walked straight past him, didn't he? he straight past did, him. Yeah. did not give two flying fucks. He walked straight in and just ignored them. He didn't ignore them. He did not give them anything. And the other band member. The other band member, who we don't know the name of. He was lovely, wasn't he? Yeah, he really nice. took some selfies. He signed some things. And I would say that took up 
two and a half minutes of his time. Yeah. So, so, but what do you think the fans wanted from this experience? That's what I'm interested in. Like, you know when they... You they wanted a selfie. They wanted a selfie. Is that all they wanted? Yeah. Like some connection with them? Like... Do you think I mean, they want to be friends? No. Because, well, the thing is, all it matters is what other people think it is. So they've got a picture with Alex Turner, then other people think, you're friends. And then that's it. Because it only... What's reality? Are you friends with someone? Are you friends with someone if someone else thinks you're friends with someone? Ooh, that's a big one. That's... That's really Ooh, that's really blown a the, hole in my trumpet. God, that's big really bombs. snatched a coot in my <laughs> face. <laughs> really dropped a lead on my toe with that one, haven't you? Well, it's just I have to ask the question. Somebody round here's got to ask the big questions. <laughs> what well, is reality? I think I'm going to need to take a break after that. Well, Alex Turner, how far did he go for his success? Not far enough. And what's reality? Leave it with you. <laughs> Well, the plane hijacking that happened from Egypt to Cyprus. Yes. Which was a hoot. Um, it was actually, bizarrely. That was so, one of the funnest plane hijackings yeah. I've seen in many, many, in many years. years. And I'm really and glad that someone's bringing it back into the entertainment realm where it belongs. I'm glad that they're coming back at all because you don't get that many plane hijackings anymore. Hijacking. You just get sort of bomb, end just of. Just end of. Like, oh, that's, like, where's the, oh, what's going to happen next? It's just bomb There's blown up over. No dramatic tension. They're not... That's the thing with ISIS, is they're not working on the narrative yeah. in the right way. Like, what you want to do is build um, the scene first, yeah. um, then create the threat, yeah. and then draw that out for as long as possible. And then, around about the halfway mark, bring in the conflict, yeah. and then, then give us the bomb. And then the denouement yeah. and the end. Maybe the it's a bomb, or maybe there's a surprise. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes with terrorism at the moment, it's a little bit like, it's this... I feel like it's this short attention span yeah, thing that people like, have well, these days. Yeah, it's like, well, we'll just quickly do the, you know, the bombs. Yeah. So oh, I've got, oh, I've got 140 characters on Twitter. Just get it out there. Yeah. Oh, I've got, oh, I've, I'm going to watch TV whilst I'm on social media. It's just like, quick, quick, yeah. quick, quick, bomb, bomb, bomb. Do things, do things. Kill, kill, kill. Yeah. There's none of this, let's get on a plane. <laughs> let's go up in let's the air. Let's ask for things or not, as this man seemed to not. Let's pretend we've got some bombs strapped to us. Yeah. Let's call the media. Let's throw th- a letter out to my what? What ex-wife? Is that what he did? Oh my god, I didn't hear that. He did what? He wrote. (laughs) (laughs) He threw a letter out to his ex-wife. Oh, it might have been still his current wife, but he's definitely. I I don't think. I think it's on the rocks. Yeah, right. Okay. So that's. I think the thing is, his wife or ex-wife lives in Cyprus, so that's why he thought best way to get to see her. Uh, I'll get on a plane and just tell the pilot. Yeah. Got some bombs on me. Can I want to see my wife? Can you head that way? And then he threw a letter to her. Out the win- out the window or something. Well, okay. I don't I don't know if it got to her. I don't know if that's okay. what, having talked about mail systems earlier. Yeah. I don't think that is one way to ensure. No, if delivery. you do want to get in touch with us at Liberal, please do not hijack a plane and drop a letter out of it to no. us because they just might not get to us. It just you know, just thinking of the end just result. Think, yeah. I mean, hijack a plane by all means. Like if you feel just like just not as a means to send a letter. Yeah. So anyway, this man. He, yeah, he hijacked a plane and then he, with what seemed, what looked like to me a money belt that you keep your passport in. Yeah. If you go to a third world country. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow. And then I think, I think that people on the plane cottoned on quite quickly because when you saw the footage of them, like the first lot leaving, they were very relaxed. They were like, oh God. I think they just, and then, then obviously there was the British man who had a selfie with him. Yes. Except... 
I'd like to point out a slight... It yeah, wasn't a selfie. It's not a fucking selfie. He didn't take it himself. No. Someone took it off him. Yeah. That's not a selfie. No. Can we just get this terminology correct, please? Thank you, media. He's probably all tuning into this right yeah. now. Or the grown-ups who call it selfie. It's not a selfie, Dad. That's not what selfie is. Get over it. God. Jesus Christ. Um, so, yeah, he, he. I read an interview with him, that guy that did the What, the picture. bombing man? No, no, no the with picture. the man that wanted the picture taken. Oh. And... and it was like a lad, you know, like a real English lad. Like, was he? Yeah. Yeah, just like, yeah, I just thought, like, I'm mental. I just like a real, like, like banter, like wacky banter. dad. Like, it was just like banter, mate. Like, I just was like, bruv, bruv. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I just, I'm just going to, myself, I'm just having my picture taken with this guy because it's like, it'll Why be, not? Like, if I get blown up, I get blown up. If I don't, then it's a great story for the mates back in the pub. Do you know what I mean? But that, that was what he was like. And this again I, is awesome. Me doing his voice. I, I don't know if he talks like that, but I think from oh, reading his okay. interview, he you, might. Well, that's fine. Judgmental. You just take a judgment and stick with it. You do. That's how yes. you work. That's how you get by in this life. <laughs> I do. do not have that challenge or change <laughs> do it. Not question. No way, sister. But I again, this is slightly. I know back to that big bomber drop, the lead shoe I dropped on you earlier. Like, what is reality? Like, he knew that if he didn't take that photo, it didn't happen. Yeah. And he needed to ensure that what he was experiencing was real so he took the photo and then everyone else saw it and he was like oh yeah you were there oh right yeah all the other people they'd long forgotten yeah where were you did it even happen yeah no that's the question oh jesus christ we've ended another one on a giant what are you doing to me here oh i think running away from that important person last night has really thrown me into turmoil oh my god you're really emotionally Digging down into your soul. You're a black void of existential despair. Yeah, that's why we like you. So I don't know if we've talked about hijacking, but that was that. Yeah. Time for a bedtime headline with me and And now for the bedtime headline. Bedtime headline. Everyone's favourite headline at bedtime. We've just been on Twitter to find out what the big headline is this week, and it seems that everyone's dying. Yep. Feels like every podcast we do, we talk about someone dying, and every time I look on Twitter, someone has died. Twitter at this point just feels very much like it's just about death and outrage. Yeah. So can you tell us, Maurice, who's dead this week? Who's dead this week? We've got um, Ronnie Corbett. Oh, Ronnie Corbett. Yeah. Who does seem like he was a quite a fun camp yeah, laugh a camp laugh I like camp laugh yeah no one really had anything bad to say about Ronnie Corbett <laughs> and um, I actually want to find a story that I read on Facebook that's um, I don't know if you've heard of Facebook but it's the news <laughs> someone said had a Ronnie Max Allen from Max Allen Hates You had oh, yeah. a very fantastic Ronnie Corbett story oh really I'll see if I can find it Cosette McCreary I saw had got a very good one as well I've got it so basically, I'm just going to read what Max Allen... Sorry, Max, I'm just reading this from you. Um, Max Allen met, once met Ronnie Corbett in a very weird moment. He says, I was working backstage when I am Campbell Fashion for Relief. Campbell Fashion for Relief? Just, I didn't know that was a thing. And it was just after McQueen had died. More death. And Kate Moss was there, crying hysterically. Oh. Then she saw Ronnie Corbett, who, getting ready to model in his underwear, and she dropped to her knees and started shuffling towards him, cackling and crying at the same time. He dealt with it very well. Then he stood with me and Shirley Bassey and admired watches while the three of us drank champagne. None of this is a lie. I percent promise 100% truth. Wow. So there's a Ronnie Corbett story. That's a good Ronnie Corbett story. I saw that um, Cosette McCreary, she had... Um, 
uh, done a Facebook thing that said that she met Ronnie Corbett at a house party that she oh. went to as a teenage. I think, I don't know when they went, but she said she went to this house party and it got out of control and was one of those parties where people just kept turning up. Uh-huh. And it turned out that this it was the son of Ronnie Corbett. And I didn't know he had kids. I didn't know he did either. Or somehow it was in his house. And her friend woke up to a short man standing over him and said, oh my God, you look like Ronnie Corbett. And he said, that's because I am Ronnie fucking Corbett. Get out of my fucking house. <laughs> that's a good that's one too. Brilliant. That's a good one. So those are good to talk the stories about Ronnie Corbett. And then we... just quickly, other people that have died. Oh, quickly, um, yeah. Zaha Hadid. I'm no. so sorry. I'm so inappropriately white. <laughs> um, she was great architect. Actually, Beautiful building. Wonderful woman. And Did you know her? Yeah. Did you? Yeah, but it was an awkward relationship because I couldn't, didn't pronounce her name. One of those things where you just like you can't yeah, ask. I've been say so long. Again. How do I say? Oh, I've had twenty to thirty years. You because yeah. she yeah. made she didn't she um she just like your... one bedroom flat in Clapton. Did she? Yeah. Oh god, yeah, yeah that's what it's, I did. always thought it was a little bit out there. Yeah, it's just kind of glass shelf that comes out and just it sort of. Well, that's over. a glass ceiling. I, that she, it was that. That was a very oh, that personal a feminist point she was making. Oh, I see. Oh, I've never. I've always. Yeah. That's one of those things I've never wanted to ask you why. And you've that's got, also no shit underneath. You shit on the glass, yeah. and then someone. Would, so it's very much it's, purpose. It's like, got a lot of uses. Metaphor for, for feminism and me to inspire me to keep working hard and yeah. somewhere to shit on. People yeah, when they yeah, want, yeah. Um, because so I know I've seen that there's often a little line of old conservative politicians outside oh, your flat, a and little that line, yeah. little, a little line, and that's what they're doing, isn't it? Yeah, a little line of conservative politicians. Conservative. Sometimes you can snort those lines, can you? <laughs> you can snort. <laughs> you can it's snort always conservatives, line. isn't it? It's always conservative politicians that Impressed. are the ones that want to have like shit on them and yeah, stuff because they hate the, themselves. How can you not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they must wake up. It's like it's like somebody said to us yesterday. You have two choices in this yeah. life. When you wake up in the morning, you say to yourself, "I'm either going to be what did she say? I'm either going to be a nice person, or I'm going to be a, a twat. twat." Yeah, yeah. And it's true. That's how you got to get through life. And I think conservatives generally, and I want to generalize because I know you got to be kind of even-handed in your assessment mm, yeah. of the political spectrum. But they're all basically twats, and yeah. they've made that decision. They, and and they I respect that. Yeah, make, make a decision, mind. stick to it. I'm a twat. But I'm going to punish myself by queuing up outside Maurice Maurice's flat on a Friday to Saturday night and being be either shut on or snorted up. Shut on or snorted up. So what do you do with that? Do you sort of grind the politicians? You grind up? them under, with your bank card. I you grind them down. <laughs> yeah. Until you've got just very, very thin bone fragments. Oh, because hair. they don't have a lot of. No. No. They don't have much substance. They've got that sort of thin hair <laughs> yeah. that just grinds very yeah. easily. And then you just get. Ten pound, twenty pound note. Yeah, because you just... you're grounded. Yeah, you keep your feet on the ground. Yeah, you exactly. working class principles. It's not a fifty pound note. No, and sake. you snort that up your nose, and it does burn. Does it? It it does quite horribly, and then you do feel a very un nice drip down the back of the throat. Uh, unnice. Yeah, oh. I was trying to think of a un. No, unnice is the best description yeah. I've ever heard for for that kind of thing. Yeah. that's why you working in working in the lyrical realm. The lyrical medium. <laughs> Um, oh, I think I just had the baby. Oh, shit. We should probably go. We should probably. Just quickly, there is another person who died. Uh, oh. Agony Aunt Denise from this morning. Oh, Denise from yeah. this morning. She, um, I don't know how she died. She just died. Did you literally just read that as a, he- as a headline yeah. and what? you didn't click on the story? 
Have you ever clicked on a story? Never. <laughs> How do you think we do this podcast? <laughs> this entire series of, of news updates is only ever brought to you by us reading the headline and never I'm clicking on the, the story. We fill in the gaps. You get the gist. Like, <laughs> who the fuck wants to read the story? Boring. Was, we started talking about Tartar still and I fell asleep. Don't need to read about that. Nah. Come on. All right. We should go and check on the baby. Let's go and check on the baby. And I'll get back to my class ceiling. Oh. Lovely. See you in a couple of weeks. Bye, everyone. Clip or Two little freaks sitting in a room talking about things. A very loose sense of the truth. Clip or With Bourgeois and Maurice.